The Sweet FA Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the SFA Podcast after a few weeks off and what an explosive week to come back on. Plenty to get through tonight in the lead up to the first round of finals. But first we'll get to our guests. Our first guest is in the leadership group at the Wanders, Elton John Zwig. Welcome to the show. G'day Michaels, how are you? G'day SM. Oh, you Hello. ruined the second guest. <laughs> it's public. It's out there anyway. It's written on the on the form. And the second guest, well, uh, Phil, I'd be felt rude if I didn't say g'day to him. <laughs> <laughs> and the second guest is uh, has advised me that he's still technically the current captain of the Gumbies. SM, welcome. Thank you very much for having me. I'm I'm pumped for our finals campaign. I I, I understand we just missed out on the top four, but I'm ready to go for that. Elimination final, I'll come out of retirement and, and post up a storm this week. I'm sure we've got a big game ahead of us. A lot of owls, wees, eyes and me's in that very opening paragraph there. That's uh, <laughs> set us up for a really good show, which I'm sure we'll get to the bottom of to the all the retirement saga once we get into it. But before we get started, just want to acknowledge a couple of things with the change over the guard of the mods of the SFA board. Firstly, a big thanks to the Filth Wizard for his time and efforts over the last, I think it was four years. I know we've all probably had a bit to do with him, whether it's in the SFA itself or Werewolf and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I took the opportunity today just to ask Filthy a few questions just about his time as a mod. So the three questions I asked him were, who was the most annoying poster you've had to deal with in the SFA and why? What was your best Hmm. moment and what was your worst moment? And his reply was was pretty simple. Uh, Actually, first, I'll get you both to guess. Who do you think the most annoying poster to deal with was going to be from Filthy's perspective? Look, it's a bit of a 50-50 guess, isn't it? It is. It's got to be either Harrow or Brab, surely. Oh, no. One of them was who I had in the 50-50, but not who he actually answered as. So Filthy's Uh, reply to my... Yes, yes, it was. So Filthy's reply was, by a mile, the most annoying poster to deal with was Dawn to Dark, but that was mainly because he'd, Uh, he'd, he'd been working with him to change his posting style and make a new start, but he basically blew it in a night or so of completely going off the rails. And of course, we all had our fun with Harrow, which would lead to the worst moment, taking the grenade-free Star Wars spoilers, which will go down <laughs> in SFA history, I think, is one of the all-time just monumental stuff-ups. Uh, we, best... we actually... We, we, oh, sorry, I was going to say, just on Dawn to Dark, we recruited him for all of about one game, I think. And <laughs> upon recruiting him, I said to him in the PM, I said, mate, you know, you're, you're towing a fine line between a permanent ban from, uh, from Big Footy and he just kind of laughed it off and went, nah, mate, I'm fine, I'm fine. Within a, probably a couple of days, I think he played one game for us a couple of days after that, permanent ban on this went, Jesus, you know. Wow. Could see it coming a mile off. So you can really, you <laughs> can really pick the, the, the reason I, yeah. yeah, The reason I actually guessed Dawn to Dark was, you know, I chat to Filth in the PM every now and then, and um, he Dawn, Dawn to Dark had actually semi-approached the, the wonders about, about maybe joining, and I... Wanted to know, filth, you know, like, oh, is, is he serious, you know? And he's saying, oh, look, you know, I'm really getting him to change. And that's why it popped into my head when you said. Yeah, I'd completely forgotten about him. I reckon, I can't remember if it was him, Dawn the Dark, or someone else that was just floating his name around everywhere. And I think, like, the fear is we've got a whole team PM virtually. And it was pretty unanimous that if he comes across, there was going to be a lot of unhappy people. But yeah, he's, he's for, us, around. for us, we had... Yeah, we had someone basically say they were going to leave the club if Dawn to Dark stayed. And I think, we, I think, I actually think we delisted him after one game, and that was right before he got his ban. Jesus. <laughs> so it didn't last long. Oh, and um, 
Oh, back to Filthy's thing. The the best thing he yeah. had to say about his modding time in the league, and this couldn't have happened too often, is when things are smooth are the best parts. Um, it's definitely time for a, a new face or two at the helm. Four years is a long time, and with the baby coming later in the year, which is an actual sweet FA baby, um, just slipping back into player mode is a good move, now with a complete appreciation for the kind words and the knowledge the place is in, in the best possible hands. So well done, Filthy, on your time as a mod for the SFA. We um, as, as much shit as we give you, we all respect what you've done for us. Absolutely. Yep. And the incoming new mod, who we probably have less respect for, is uh, is Big Joe D. Now, he's all right. He's a good bloke. He's been around for a while. The, the ironic thing about this is he's the was the current mod of Bay 13, which is, you know, it, it's meant to be the toughest place to mod, but I think the SFA is harder than what the Bay 13 mod would be. Would that be a fair call? I reckon so, yeah. But uh, well, I, I, I found it, just on the topic of Big Joe, I found it quite... Uh, Quite fun getting him to to melt and uh, mod kill himself in the latest Werewolf game. So I'm sure he's approaching this mod position with a very level head and uh, you know sensible judgment. I guess I'll defend Joe. That was like, a genuine like mistake. Me. I was in the PM. <laughs> it was in my faction. That was a genuine mistake. He felt really bad after that. Um, but no, I think he'll. Oh no! Oh, really good geez, you're ruining it all, Michaels. You're ruining it all, Michaels. No, no, no. It's oh, something that's already happened. But uh, I'll probably get banned yeah, from talking know, but... about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, SM hasn't seen the, SM hasn't seen the dead PM yet. Jeez, come on! <laughs> oh, he felt bad about. It. He said that it's in like, my PM, but uh, he's yeah, uh, uh, yeah. It was all good. How do you think we felt when I was away for a few hours, come back, and my PM's lit up and he's been mod killed? Like, oh <laughs> shit! Okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, we we Joe's going to do a fantastic job. He's got a good relationship with everyone. Um, I. I did message him during the day and I was expecting him to send through a, a statement about the league and how he's going to go about things, but I'm just checking my phone now and he still hasn't sent anything through. So ignoring the podcast on, you know, the, your first week, that's a good start, Joe. So thanks for that, mate. He's probably, still getting, his people, he's probably still getting his people to draft it up. Yeah, probably. He's, yeah, he's, he'll have ghost riders in the background working hard for him. All right, we'll move Indeed. on to, to the first topic. Uh, we've gone with a bit of a different one this time. It's the your favourite all-time SFA poster. I know that can be a hard one to narrow down, uh, but Elton John, I'll start with you. <coughs> Who's your favourite all-time SFA poster? Well, I've only, this is only my third season, so I've been around a bit shorter than, you know, I don't know when you two guys started. Um, I'll give honourable mentions to two people, Noobs and Footy Pie 32. Footy Pie 32, I think, is the funniest bloke uh, he's got a really sharp and dry wit, but he just doesn't post enough. And noobs, I really like some of the media that he's done when he pulls his finger out his ass. But he's just floating around on on reputation these days, which is a pity because I reckon he's quality. For me, I like Kofi or Kofi or however you bloody say it. Um, he's got the balance right between slinging shit at people. He's self-deprecating. He actually does care about the league. He did a great job when all the bombers shit blew up, you know, like he's steadied the ship um, really well there. Uh, yeah, he just seems like he's just an all-round good guy. You'll never be seen as, as one of the heels of the SFA, that's for sure. And um, the other reason I thought I'd name him as the best poster because the coach is just sick of it. <laughs> well, sick of Kofi. <laughs> that's, that, it, it, coach hates the fact that everyone loves Kofi. He's got a hashtag for it, sick of it. Oh, that's a bit harsh. I think Kofi's a great poster. 
Oh, he's grouse. Yeah. Uh, and but, SM, uh, you got yeah. any thoughts on Kofi? And other than that, who's yeah, your Kofi- favourite poster? Kofi's got to be up there for me as well. I think he's he's great fun and he's one of the uh, the shining lights at the uh, at the bombers or bandits or whatever they're known as these days. Um, for me, there's a couple. I think Blackie is definitely one of the funniest in the league. He's one of those guys that can just pull out a one liner at the drop of a hat. Always good for a laugh and and doesn't take things too seriously, which is always needed around the uh, the board. And um, I guess the other one we've already touched on him uh, was Filthy. I think Filth's one of the best guys. On, on the board, he's uh, good for a laugh, but also knows when to take it seriously, and he's um, he's always yeah pretty good bloke as well. Yeah, Filthy's always quality with his one-liners. With Blackie, do you feel like he's like reined it back a little bit since being mod? I know, I feel like I haven't seen him up and about. Yeah, well, I think after he got pulled into line for uh, posting was it Harrow's IP address and and caused a bit of <laughs> bit of trouble there. I think he's had to he's he's been uh, chained up a little bit by Chief and the other admins around the site come on blackie unleash get back to your best yeah unleash the beast come on mate you, get, no. you keep you guys keep bringing up you get guys keep bringing up things that have happened in the last couple of seasons and i'm just sitting on the side giggling it's a bloody funny place <laughs> it really is uh it is like you know a lot of stuff gets blown out of proportion but it's usually always in good fun and yeah you can just sit there for hours and just read all the shit that goes on yeah, like, look, even even with Harrow, I mean, everyone got pretty pissed off with him at the end, but I, I really liked having Harrow around because I think the SFA is at its most interesting and its best when you've got all that shit happening and, and there's stuff to talk about and there's, you know, th- those threads, we used to get those threads that would go to, you know, 10 pages in half an hour and you'd be reading through it just giggling at the amount of shit everyone's saying and I think that's when it's at its best. So you need those sorts of characters to really lighten the place up. Yeah, because... Really, if there was no controversy, it would be a dull and boring place. And that's no disrespect to the SFA, but it's all about the banter and the fun and all that kind of stuff. And Harrow and a few other people provided that in spades. Absolutely. I'll push on to the roast and toast, which is always an interesting segment. Um, Elton John, you can go first for this one. You've got the toast this week. Who have you got for us, or what have you got for us? Yeah, well, um, it's funny you're talking about the heel and the bad guy. That I'm going to toast Brad. I know that, you know, you just yeah. – am I allowed to swear on this podcast? As long as it's not the C-bomb, I think we can get away with it. Oh, yeah, you know, like, you can be a fuckwit, let's be honest. But, <laughs> but, but that's his shtick. You know, he's winding everyone up, and he knows it, and probably 80% of the people know that he's winding them up, and 20% of the people just really let it get under their skin. You know, everyone falls for it. He sits at his PC and he's just giggling. Yeah, that's probably why he's literally shaking all the time. He's too busy laughing. Yeah, as SM has just said, the SFA, it needs a heel. It needs a bad guy. It'd be Harrow, Dawn to Dark, Brab, Big, whoever. Someone has to stir the pot. And he's a professional. He does it very, very well. And, you know... I've heard him speak on a couple of podcasts. He's obviously a really intelligent dude, so he knows what he's doing, and um, the place would be boring without it. Even when he does go over the edge and go too far, we need it. So love that, you, Brad. Keep it that, up. That description you just gave of him, like sounding really good on other podcasts, and he knows what he's doing and all that, it's almost an identical description to Snake Baker. Uh, I'm not sure if that's a compliment or not, but that just is he like just master trolls at what they do. Um, but we need him around. 
And I find it's, a, it's, an, interesting, it's an interesting toast given the uh, conflict SM had with Brav recently. Um, now, we did invite well, it's a Brav shame. onto the you, show. You talk, but... you talk, yeah, you, you say that Brav's a really good speaker on the podcast, but it's a shame that he uh, pussied his way out of coming onto tonight's episode. He did. He's full bitched it. Didn't want to come on. He um, sooked up, but hopefully he'll make up for it. Even though he's put his name down on the list to come onto the show... He, um, he yeah, yeah. Sads after you mod killed him. So what was the go behind yeah, mod well, killing him in the Weebles game? Not, look, I'm not, it's, I'm, not angry, I'm not angry, Brad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> modding a uh, modding a Weebles game is serious business, guys. And uh, in this case, I thought there was a serious breach of the rules, and Brad stepped out of line, and I had to smack his nose back into it. And he he's, a, he's an excited little puppy. He gets really excited. He posts a lot all around the site. He's real ball of energy and as you say he's always literally shaking and giggling and everything but sometimes you've got to snap that puppy on the nose and put them back into line and that's unfortunately what i had to do and he uh he took his medicine but he, he didn't like it but uh brab if you're listening in the long term i think i've done you some good and do you think his response was warranted with uh, the mel- multiple meltdowns all over the board look i can't say i didn't anticipate it uh, it's not out of character for him, but um, I thought he went a little bit overboard. I think poor Lunity put a lot of effort into his Survivor game and had to rejig that all when uh, Brab uh, unwittingly revealed a little bit of a mutiny PM that he'd organised for that <laughs> tribe. But um, the uh, the, what, the Lex backstab filthy PM, which was absolute <laughs> gold. The one look, thing it could have doubled as a as a Hawks PM. I don't know. It could have. It still might have been. The one thing that alarms me, though, is this is now the second time I've um, known Brab to cheat in a game on the SFA. In the Survivor game we were involved yeah. in a couple of seasons ago, and then now and now this. In, in he Real. has prize. He has prize, yeah. He has. He's a bit of a shifty player. He ha- yeah, so we're going to have to keep a close eye on him for future games. So, Brab, let that be a warning to you. Uh, He's quick on his feet, that one. We've got to keep him in line, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, you've got a, a roast for us as well, SM. Is, is it Brab, ironically, or is it something different? I, I look. I was I was really tempted to go with Brab, but I thought I'd uh, share the love around. And this guy and I, we've had our differences over the seasons. Um, when I left the Gumbies brief, briefly and, and went across to the Swamp Rats, he and I butted heads. And uh, my roast this week is for Ant Bear. And look, he's a big presence in the league. He does a lot for the league, but on a personal level. There's just something about him we just don't get on. Uh, he he held me back from my trade back to the Gumbies, and that was a big issue. And and in fact, you touched on it at the start of the show. I'm a former former player for the Gumbies, pretty much, and uh, I feel like I do have to come clean and basically say that it was Ant Bear that forced me into retirement. Um, that Swamp Rats game early in the season, where they basically appealed for a resim, re- I didn't think was in good faith, and it was uh, it was quite upsetting at the time. Um, as you know, I mean, I was joking about it, but Gumby's picked up the wooden spoon, and I, I have no doubt that that loss played a massive part in that wooden spoon, and that's all down to one guy, and that's Ant Bear. And um, yeah, it's it, it's a bit upsetting to talk about, but he's uh, he, he he's copped his whack. That's pretty exciting. How long is that bow What was that? Sorry. How long is that bow you're drawing? Yeah. <laughs> Look. Um, Look, I, I think there's a lot of things that can be traced back to Ant Bear, and I think you'd be uh, pretty surprised to hear the full range, but I'm sure behind the scenes he's uh, he's got his fingers in a couple of pies. That's pretty explosive, because even in your retirement thread created by Kofi, I think it was, there was never, ever any mention of Ant Bear <laughs> being the cause. Um, I've held that... my tongue until now, but I can't hold it anymore, mate. 
And by the cause of your time, well, you, you pretty much killed one of my other segments, which was asking you questions about it, but that's okay. We might backtrack <laughs> later on. So I'll ask the question later. I don't want to ruin the whole segment in, in one go. But Ampere copping a race for single-handedly forcing you into retirement. And it, well, it was just that moment about the re-sim that just pushed you over. Yeah, look, it was the straw that broke the camel's back. I'd, I'd had a few issues all through the season and getting that re-sim done and, and costing us that win. When we were, I think we were right inside the top eight at that time. It just killed our momentum for the season. And um, yeah, you've seen what's happened. But by the letter of the law, they had grounds to race him, though, didn't no, they? No, 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 no. I think I think you'll find that everything was in order, and, and he's uh, twisted the rules to, to his own advantage in that one, I think. I just got two points out of your roast, SM. Yeah. One, how can you possibly think that him holding you back from a trade of the gummies was a bad thing? And two, <laughs> and two you don't think that eight penalty points – because the captain that just can't do his job has more oh, of an on, impact on where finished. Jeez, so that's what that leadership PM was about. I saw it blowing up a bit <laughs> through the season. I didn't really bother to read it, but Christ, Gollumless, pick, pick, pick your act up, mate. Has he, has he retired as well? I, I think he was talking about it. I don't know, oh, but I, I've I don't got to agree with that later. I've probably, probably blown that one already, hey? Shit. All right, uh, yeah. All right, we'll, uh, we'll move on to the best and worst media threads, and there's been some doozies coming up, heading towards finals time. I'm even going to roast one. Uh, SM, what have you got down as the worst current media thread and why? Uh, we've already talked about him, and I, I didn't <coughs> want to take up too much of the podcast talking about this bloke, but Brab, mate, your thread calling me diabolical, your threat, you've got your werewolf game comparing me to Hitler, saying Hitler's number two on the all-time bad guys list, and now saying, I'm also the worst bloke in the sweet FA. I'm waiting on those boys club leagues, mate. I, I can't see them coming, so I'm going to have to give him worst media threat of the week. He doesn't even use the right bloody tag. He's tagged at a state of origin. I think he tried to slip in uh, an announcement that he was going to run state of origin in the thread, but come on, mate. Get your act together. Now, I think that his thread could be elevated to the best thread if he does come through with the boys' club leaks. If he actually adds... Look, if, if, he follows through with if he's going to follow through, elevate it. yeah. Yeah, it could be one of those threads that actually goes somewhere, but we're stuck on four pages of... I think I've just pulled up... Frankie's got a few crayon drawings of, uh, of Brab's depiction of the boys' club. So I think that's about the peak of the thread at the moment, and once again being outwitted by Frankie. Yeah, that's not a good thing. Come on, bro. You know what you've got to do. You've got to <laughs> drop those leaks in there and really elevate your thread back up into, you know, the best thread contention. Uh, and EJW, you were to nominate the best current media thread, and why? What have you got? I'm probably, um, given that I can't nominate my own thread. Um, <laughs> you could have. I didn't say you couldn't, but <laughs> no, no, no. Even not, I'm not that self-absorbed. <laughs> uh, I really like uh, what Dinks has done this year with the Rising Star thread. Um, we've got a really good crop, crop of rookies this year. Uh, I'd say the last couple of years have probably been a little bit soft on, but uh, he's it's up to 31 pages now. He's been uh, kept it up to date every week. He's got dream team points and posting stats and interviews with the rising star of the week. Um, it's really kept the rookies engaged and uh, they're posting – Stats uh, will back that up. Uh, I think when we look back in a few years' time, we'll realise uh, what a solid crop this is, and I think Dinks has done a great job keeping them involved. That's a good call on the thread, and like someone said on a previous episode, it's those threads where people actually put in time and effort, like Tarkin's one, he puts in a lot of time and effort, 
into his threads as well that do make it worthwhile and yeah, well deserved of a, of a solid mention. And the rookies are pretty good this year. So have you um, seen any good rookies come through SM? Yeah, we had uh, Jade at the Gumbies, who was definitely one of the highlights. Um, playing at full forward for us, I believe. Um, Hot Korma and a couple of the other Essendon rookies as well have also been really good. Um, I can't I can't talk too much about any rookies that might have been recruited after my departure. I'm sure there was a huge influx of players willing to play for the club after I left. Um, but, there was a huge yeah, influx I mean, of current it... players wanting to go across after you left. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, all the Essendon rookies we picked up in the off-season really helped boost the uh, boost the posting at the start of the season. And it's just a shame uh, on-field results didn't go our way. It would have maybe kept people more engaged and uh, and really made it a pretty decent season. Now, I've got a nomination for the worst media threat as well. and It's you two Tigers that join the Wanders and become a finals member now. Like, what complete bullshit is this? To offer incentives to non-finals participating posters to join in on their threads to post banter is flog material of the highest order. Uh, he obviously knows he's in amongst a team of shocking bland posters, so he's trying to recruit outsiders. You can't be doing that, you two. Even though you're a Richmond supporter, you're a flog. And I'll say it right now, if we face the Wanders in a final and this shit kicks off, I promise Grokodok will be back to spam the crap out of these match threads like you've never seen before in retaliation. <laughs> Jeez, I wish you could <laughs> I wish you could say it seriously. <laughs> you gotta learn to say you gotta learn, gotta learn to say wonders for a start. Wonders, not it, wonders. Doesn't, it doesn't matter, it's all the same. I, I reckon it's a grouse thread. It is a good idea. I did I I did laugh when I read it. Like, and actually, the creativity length he's gone to to make all the shirt designs and stuff is quite good. Yeah, no, we, he's been a real he's been a real um, find for us this year at the Wonders. And uh, suck shit, Sante, uh, Sante, or however you say, you didn't get him. I got I, I signed him up uh, in a werewolf game on the Tigers board. Oh wow! Gee, we don't do that too often, so that's yeah. uh, really good timing by you. Right under the nose of all the Furies. So suck it. And RFC Tiger 74 has never got over it. Dry your eyes and stop buddy sniping, you bastard. He's ours. <laughs> He'll never stop sniping. Don't worry about that. <laughs> That's his game. <laughs> okay, yeah. we'll push on to one of the, one of the biggest, um, I suppose, controversies that have happened this season, ironically happens in one of the last games of the year. The goal after the Siren Gate. Uh, I'm sure you've, you've both been across this, even though you sort of stepped back yep. from the league a bit. So I'm sure you've seen it. So the major controversy for this week uh, was in the last game between the Wonders and who were you playing there, Elton John? Oh, the Roys. There we go, the Roys. So I'll, I'll read out the transcript from the, the commentary of the game um, as per what Hado posted in his thread. So at the 23-minute mark of the last quarter... A point was scored, and the scoreline reads the Roys 16-12-108 to the Wonders 17-4-106. Then in the dying seconds of the last quarter, it played out as... So, out-of-town out Crow has it. What can you do with it? Uh, there should be a goal. I think he snuck it in four points. Siren sounds into the fourth quarter. So, so thinks, yeah, well... So, based on the commentary and how it's written... Out of Town Crow has kicked a goal before the final siren. However, the score didn't tick over after the game had ended. Uh, so it's caused a little bit of controversy amongst the league. Elton John, I'll start with you first, given that you're part of the Wonders. How have you seen this saga play out, and what have your thoughts been on it all? 
Well, first of all, I'd like to uh, congratulate you that uh, after 10 seconds of remedial training, you're saying the word wonders, right? It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I've written um, it down. Oh, look, look, you can't change the rules mid-season and it's been – the controversy's been great. But um, it clearly says that the goal was kicked with nine, se- nine seconds to go, but he, I think he's knocking in full points. We just got to suck it up, you know. We've had a couple of days of good fun out of it. Clouds explained it really well. He's uh, done the right thing by the rules. The rules can't change. We've just got to suck it up. I'm actually really glad that it's happened now. In in uh, home and away round. Imagine if this had happened next week in elimination final, or shit in a grand final. Imagine if this had happened then. We reckon we've melted for the last two days now. What would it have been like uh, in a final? But there's nothing to say it won't happen in one of those finals, really, because it's if it's just a fundamental flaw in the way it's coded, it can happen at any given point. Yeah, sure. But now we know. Now we know what happens when it does happen. Do you, but like do you think, the, the, even though you know the ruling now, it's not going to stop the next team from melting if it's in a final? Oh, you'd like to think that everyone's aware of what's going on now. I think I posted something similar earlier on. I didn't like it at the time, but now that I've been made aware of what it is, you just got to suck it up. We all know the rules now. Fair enough. And SM, your thoughts on the situation? Look, I think, uh, yeah, it, it's a tough one. I mean, obviously this coding gets repeated you know, every goal, there's, there's only a set number of commentaries around each goal. Surely you find another instance where this sort of commentary has happened, but not right at the end of a quarter. And you say, well, is there actually more text to come before they confirm that it's a goal? Because like I sort of highlighted, if it's saying, I think he snuck it through for six points, sometimes they'll say, oh, no, he's missed it or whatever. Or it's, I, I don't know if there'd be any instances where it's no score at all, but you'd have to look for other instances where that code pops up. I don't know. I haven't read the thread closely enough to know if someone's already done that. Um, that would be the only way to tell if, uh, you know, if, um, if, if, it's, if it's legitimately just an error that because time's run out, it hasn't just signaled that it's a goal or if there's actually going to be other outcomes that, you know, it's not certainly a goal. It could be a point. It could be smothered. It could be out of the full. I don't know, whatever. Um, it's a tough one, but you, you get those all the time. You get those ones where um, they kick the goal right on the siren and it doesn't get registered till the start of the next quarter. And if it's the fourth quarter, obviously it doesn't get registered. So these things seem to happen. I don't know how you'd fix that in the code, but I guess you, just have, you have to have a ruling and say, well, do we say that that's sure enough it's a goal? Well, then we'll just you know manually award it. I don't know. Yeah, and like yeah, going, well, going yeah. through the thread, Cloud um, and Mobs had sort of spoken back and forth and even in PM as well. And they, they did end up going back through all the transcript after the fact as well, and there was nothing else there to say anything. So um, I'll, right. Cloud sent through a statement, uh, and he even revised it after speaking to Mobs as well. So I'll read that out, which he's basically put in the thread anyway, but just in case anyone hasn't read it. So Cloud's statement on this um, incident was... Uh, yes, it's understandably controversial given the result of the game was at stake, but ultimately the most important aspect of decision-making is that we make it consistent as possible and avoid treating the same scenarios differently. This isn't a glitch or exception with the sim. The program has an inherent flaw with recognising goals in the dying seconds of the fourth quarter, and it's occurred a number of times. Recently, round three this season, the Demons versus the Roys, Ali Cat was denied a goal despite the competition stating that she kicked it. Back late in season 20... 
uh, Regulin Perrin was denied a goal in similar circumstances and season 17, round 16, the same thing happened with Sydney Bloods for the Wonders. These are just a few cases and none of them did the official scoreline get changed after the game manually. In the end, it's just a, a quirk of the sim that everyone is equally subject to and nobody is systematically disadvantaged or advantaged by it. If we really wanted to rectify the issue, I think it would be more productive to look into an upgrade of the program. It's easier said than done, as Mobs is no longer has the resources to do it, but they're going to explore the option anyway. And then he sent me through just a revised statement that he has since spoken to Mobs, and the reason Mobs made the comments that he did about the score should have been added, which he posted in the thread, was that he was under the impression that the program should have generated an appendix to the update to the score after the final siren, and the simmer may have just made an error in omitting it. But like I said before, they investigated the SIM file and it never existed and never found any instance of such appendix existing in the past. So now Mobs and Cloud are both on the same page and the result's going to stand as it is. As yeah, So there's going to be no editing of the, the score lines at all. And I think that's a fair enough response. And I said to Cloud that I think he's done a fantastic job in handling the situation because it could have blown up pretty quickly. But... Uh, yeah, you asked all the right people, got the answers, but I do agree that uh, this, the remodelling the sim may need to take place next year to try and iron out some of these bugs. For sure, yeah, sounds good. Yep. And ironically, Hado put his hand up to come on for a brief chat on this topic, but after sort of the chats he had with Cloud and the committee and all that kind of stuff, like yourself, Elton, he was pretty happy with the outcome and how it was handled as well, so controversy but it's been knocked on the head and it's one of those things it is what it is but yeah it still would cause a bit of uproar if it happened again but it's just one of those quirks and we all live with it but well done to league admin for handling it how they did well yeah, just on. a quick note oh, yep. just a quick note on that uh not just this uh controversy which is obviously reared its head but um Overall, I think the league's uh, running pretty smoothly at the moment, so you just got to give uh, props and kudos to Cloud. They don't often get pats on the back, so I just, uh, just thought I'd say something nice, that's all. Yeah, Doing a good job. Well. And SM, what about you? What are your thoughts on Cloud and how he's going so far? Yeah, Cloud seems to be doing a good job from uh, the couple of weeks at the start of the season. I was more involved. He was uh, running it pretty smoothly, and it's... Yeah, look, as much as you like a bit of controversy to sort of stoke the embers like we were saying before, it's also nice to have a nice smooth admin process and, and getting everything done pretty pretty quickly and uh, lacking in controversy can, controversy can be good from an on-field perspective, I suppose. Yeah, you know, he's doing a fantastic job and it's often a, a thankless task, but yeah, yeah, he's doing really well. We'll move on to some club focus questions, so just surrounding each of you guys individually so elton john i'll start with you with the wonders some questions your way there are a lot of arrogant wonders media threads starting to pop up what do you believe gives <laughs> the wonders the, the the right to be so arrogant uh hashtag wonders win finals yeah you know the finals haven't been played yet it's the first week coming up first to six. First to six now nah, i think that's the uh that's the furies tag i think so you just think that's uh, we've, you just we've got, the, season. got the god Mate, you've got to have confidence. To have arrogant threads. You've got to have confidence. It's not it's not arrogance. It's confidence. Oh, I, I think the line might have been crossed a couple of times, but that's okay. <laughs> I always <laughs> live on the wrong side. <laughs> on a more serious note, what's it been like to be in the leadership group this year? What kind of things have you learnt? Oh, I don't. 
I'm an old campaigner, so I don't know if I've learnt too much. Um, I just it's a really good place to be. Like uh, as was the, as was the demons last year. Can I say uh, they were fantastic? Um, it just got a happy crew. Just not the leadership group, the whole club. Everyone's sort of you know um, getting involved in the match threads. Uh, we've got three rookies that rip in every week. Um, S Swans 2011's resurgent. It's just I don't know. It's just a we're just having fun. There's no there's no niggle. There's no aggro. Um, we're just having as much fun as we can. So you're the opposite of the Furies at the moment, is what you're saying. Pretty much. Plenty of aggro down our way. I'm sure you. What's going on? Can you can you explain that? I'm trying to make sense of it. I think we're still trying to make sense of it. So uh, the biggest issue is natural disaster is not a captain's arsehole. He's got 0% wins. Um, yeah, we're trying to dislodge him, but we haven't had much luck. No, he's all right. We'll, we'll get through finals. We've just limped our way into the finals, and we're just about to start our assault on the flag. Um, yeah, no, and best of- Yes, the uh, next question for you, Elton, and you spoke about your rookies before, but who are the up-and-coming stars that you've got on the list? Oh, I think um, I, I think well, I think it's the rookies. It's the it's the we've got three. Uh, oh, geez, have I forgotten anyone? I should look at my team list. Um, you two, <laughs> you two tigers, Sarah Miles and Cactus, um, have all been really good. Cactus uh, come along a little bit later on, uh, and I think someone like uh, you two tigers uh, has got. Uh, leadership slash captaincy written all over it. Okay, and, and for reminds me, me, go on. Reminds me of Yakker a little bit. Is that a good thing? I think Yakker's a ripper. Yeah, okay. Yep. No, no Yakker's all right. And finally, so you guys are obviously playing finals this season. What's your expectations for the final series? Oh, well, we've been screwed over the sim this week, so probably straight sets. coin three times and see what happens yeah i don't know just have a bit of fun you know we'll have a bit more fun with the roys this week they were good last week so yeah just have a bit of fun and uh may the best sim win oh well, you're gonna have fun because you've just employed a heap of other random posters to come in and start posting crap on your threads correct and none, none of them will turn up either they've got their free jumper and that's I think even a few Furies signed up, which was quite astonishing, given that we're in the finals as well. Yeah, but they actually really signed up. Yeah, they they just want a free jumper. Correct. All right, and SM, over to you with the Gumbies. And like I said, you kind of hijacked what I was going to ask you earlier on, but that's okay. <laughs> so when I first sent you the PM and the rundown, I had you introduced as former... Well, I had vice-captain, to be fair of the Gumbies, and you were pretty quick to correct me that you're still technically the captain of the Gumbies. Now, given that there's a you've retired mid-season from the SFA, how do those two statements coexist? Well, I think my first correction to you was that I was at least the former captain, but more correctly, the current captain, because I think I'm still getting named on the pitch every week. Um, <clears throat> I came back and posted a couple of times in our most recent match thread, so I suppose that counts as a bit of activity. Um, but look, I think... Uh, there's there's always going to be a space on lists for former champions and former greats of the club, and I think my record speaks for itself with the Gumby, so I'm probably 
one of the most uh, decorated players in the club's history with, I think, three best and fairest to my name. Losing grand final appearance, unfortunately, to the Scummy Wonders. Um, Wonders apparently win finals, but, you know, I don't know much about that. But, um, look, it's been a it's been a great career at the Gumbies so far. I think this season sort of wore me out a bit, so I took a step back and I'll reassess and see what happens in the future. But I think at this stage, retired means retired. I'm, I'm not a pants, Kyle. I'm not going to come back next season at, you know, the, the, to the beck and call of the highest bidder. But I think I'll kind of float around. I'll be in the uh, the games room and probably that'll be about it. And do you have any regrets about leaving your team high and dry in the middle of the season? <laughs> Brad writing these questions, is no, he? <laughs> no, he didn't. I was um, do some look, hard-hitting questions. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. Um, look, I think I think anyone that knows me behind the scenes at the Gumbies knows that I've put in a fair amount of effort and determination to keep that club afloat over the last few years. And, and, and seeing the leadership group now, I know that there is still very capable hands there taking it forward next season um i'm sure there'll be announcements made in the coming weeks about any future plans that we have i know there was some talk in the in the um captain's corner about getting the gumbies folded but i think we're gonna keep afloat and keep our heads above water for next season um come what may and we'll see what happens but i think look it was the right decision to step aside i wasn't really contributing a whole lot to the team with the, the headspace I was in, I just wasn't really enjoying match threads on a week-to-week basis and um, gave the rookies a bit of a chance to, to play in a decent position and, and get some good experience. And so are you categorically ruling out a comeback of any kind, whether it's at the Gumbies or elsewhere? For next season, that's uh, that's definitely the case, yes. Beyond that, who knows? That's fair enough. And since you've left, the Gumbies have fallen into a massive slump, winning the wooden spoon to the point where they may as well fold, as you mentioned and we mentioned on the Captain's Corner in previous episodes. Do you think this is a direct result of you leaving? Do you feel guilty in any way about this? Yeah, I think uh, since I announced my retirement, I've been shifted to a back pocket, so my real grunt and energy in midfield's been lacking, and it's been reflected in the team performances. Unfortunately, um, we've we've been down the wrong end of the ladder the last few seasons. I um, I raised the potential at the start of the season that there was a bit of a conspiracy to um, force us into folding by rigging the sim, dare I say, but that was never conclusively proven. I think Cloud has successfully swept that under the rug. Um, so I guess we'll see what happens next season, see if we can bounce back and uh, get some better results. And on the leadership down at the Gumbies, uh, as Elton John pointed out earlier... They seem to be at the tribunal every second week, copping penalties left, right and centre. Um, is there any advice you can give the Gumbies players that you left behind to help them get back on track? Because they just seem to be a little bit lost at sea at the moment without you there. Look, as a, uh, as a tribunal frequenter myself in uh, Filthy's first season as admin, I don't know if it's more of a case of do as I say, not as I do, potentially with them. Um, look, I think the best advice I can give is always tag the players in the, uh, in the uh, team sheet announcement because then you don't get anybody lower cases or spaces or underscores where they're not supposed to be um but apart from that i thought i wouldn't have too much advice because there's not much <laughs> else that i really did <laughs> right, fair enough well handled and i appreciate you answering those questions uh we'll move on to the rumor file so a couple have come through um concerning you elton which is interesting so the first rumor is <laughs> 
Is Elton John's wig going to become the Wanderers' captain? After in a PM to several Wanderers players, he alluded to the fact that he would be the captain next season. Oh, oh, hello. As far as I know. Busted. As far as I know, Hado is the captain next season. I was talking to him about half an hour ago. Okay. Um, and I'm, I'm going to skip to a question because it kind of correlates to this rumour that I had come through about 20 minutes ago. So this question, um, uh, they're wanting to remain anonymous, which is fair enough, to Elton John again. Is it true that you've been handed the captaincy of the Wonders next season? And if so, <laughs> what do you make of Hado's reign as the Wonders captain? And I will state that those two things have come from separate people. <clears throat> yeah, look, no, I don't think there was any secret that Hado, uh, well, you know, he did his post-season, I'm going to give up at the end of last season, which is one of the reasons why I come across. Um, and, you know, he was thinking about things for a while, and I know that I think he even said on this podcast a couple of episodes back that, you know, if and when he did quit that, you know, he was thinking of someone like me. So my name gets put out there, and uh, I'm not the captain. I'm not. I'm currently not going to be the captain, so I can't answer the question because I don't know what to say. I'll be in the leadership group again next year, I hope. Um, and I've been trying to go on. So go on. I was going to say, SM, you've, you've been around a while. Did this sound like a takeover plan to you? Yeah, well, I was going to say it's interesting. <laughs> um, mentioning Hato's name, I think he was interested in a hostile takeover of the Gumbies at one point from what I understand, um, which would have left the door wide open for you, Elton. So this this is giving me flashbacks to a couple of seasons ago when Brad kept saying, there is no coup, there is no coup. And what do you know, you got ousted and uh, and the demons were a bit more of an interesting case after that. So Elton, I think you're walking in Brad's footsteps quite nicely at the moment. We'll see what happens in the coming weeks, I guess. I've got a pretty big smile on my face, SM. Um, the <laughs> difference the difference between with Hado and I and uh, Brav and RU is that Hado and I like each other. <laughs> <laughs> I, I straight away assumed that's where that comment was going. <laughs> but it, it's still one of those where there's smoke, there's fire, I reckon. So this is definitely a watch this space. Uh, it was just really interesting that those two things come from two different people. Well, uh, we went to the second rumour, and I'll, SM, you can probably answer this one. Uh, rumour has it that Brav will be quitting the league entirely thoughts on that yeah that, that wouldn't surprise me given he uh was out on the appearance tonight on the podcast so i don't think he's got much of a backbone these days i think if he was to quit the le- but if he quit the league where would he go because i mean he can't play in the song contest anymore he can't do a whole lot else on the on the big footy anymore maybe he'll he'll quit the the board altogether and um i, I don't know focus on getting a few more shifts at bunnings or something i'm not sure if he quits do you know the whole league's going to blame you for that as well Oh, brilliant. Just just heap it up. Yep, that's all right. <laughs> no, he'll just hover SM around. doesn't seem too stressed by that. He doesn't, not in the well, slightest. I'll, I would like to say, I would like to say, Brad, if you're considering quitting, don't, Do let, don't <laughs> let this little shit SM get under your skin. <laughs> Stick to your guns. And if you need someone to talk to in a PM, I'm there for you, brother. Hashtag oh, rent free. I'm leave. living in his head. He doesn't go a day without thinking about me. Is it rent-free, as Joe would say? Yeah, rent-free, absolutely. Could be a could be a brab to the wonders next year, the way Elton John's talking. Uh, no, that won't happen. Oh, I don't okay. like him that So you don't much. like him? Okay. <laughs> Gee, you answered that pretty quick. I've, wow. I've, 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 
I've tried to recruit a couple of people this year for next year, and I can guarantee you right now, that categorically, that Brav isn't one of them. Oh, well, thanks for the PM, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the last rumour I'll go to involves my own team. Uh, the Furies have gone old school and reverted to a captain rotation policy to keep everyone happy. I think that's a good call if we go down that path because they're not having a great deal of success uh, with the current captains in Wacky and uh, Natural Disaster, if that's who's captaining us this week. Is Grant Thomas the coach? Oh, probably anyone could coach us at this point, but I've got faith we'll come good in finals. We're a finals specialist team, so watch out uh, in the first week of finals. I think we've got the Swamp Rats first up, so I'm sure we'll uh, touch them up as well. Okay, the next thing on the list is I've got some, given it's the end of the home and away season, I'm going to go through some of the stats and uh, some of the awards. So the minor premiers, Dragons finishing first on 48 points. The Wooden Spoon, the Gumbies finishing last on 8 points, even though they won 3 games, which should equate to 12 points, but due to some uh, tribunal issues, they ended up on 8. The Fred Medal, Dinkster from the Swamp Rats and Brab from the Hawks, tied with 69 goals each, which is a, a great effort. Uh, Hate, who looks after a lot of our stats, has sent me through some uh, an odd fact about the goal kicking, so I'll just read this out. So over the course of the year, 270 plays have been used all up. The Eastside Hawks topped the table using 26 plays during the season. Brab and Dinkster kicked 69 goals, which is the third time a Fred medalist has kicked 69. Uh, so now it's season 25, 23 and 13. The last Fred medalists have kicked 69, 68 and 69 goals over the last three seasons. And Brab is the first player to ever win the Fred medal despite never having a solo lead during the season. So in round 12 and 16, he was tied both times with Dinkster. Um, so he's never hit the front, but he still won it on a tie in the last, last wow, game that's of the year. that's a decent one, yeah. Yeah, so that's a, a pretty good stat. But yeah, well done to Brab and Dinkster for winning that. Well, you know, very important medal for the SFA. And the other stat I want to mention, because he plugged himself God knows how many times in various threads, but it's still a good effort. Okie Doke 7 kicked his 600th career goal, which is a, a fantastic effort. So well done to Yeah, well done, Loki. Yeah, he, he was. I think he's trying to hijack two or three threads to slip that one in just to try and take over. But no, it's uh, it does deserve a mention. So well done to Okidoke and to Dinkster and Brab. So the ladder finished up this year with the Dragons first, the Wonders second, Roy's third, the Hawks fourth, Bombers fifth, Fury sixth, the Swamp Rats seventh, and the Bears eighth. Uh, and big thanks to LJP86 for his constant update of the stats in the thread. Really appreciated. And his fun fact for this week was the Gumbies officially have had the worst season in SFA history. The first club to register only eight premiership points at the completion of a season. The previous lowest was 12. SM, thoughts? Well, I mean, without the penalties, we still hit the 12 points, didn't we? So that's not too bad. Yeah, but the leadership's obviously... <laughs> In not a very good place if you did keep if you do keep copying all the penalties. And look, I've already touched on the fact. I mean, if Ampere doesn't get that reason, we're still we'd be on what sixteen points. So, you know, edging up the table there. I think it's all a bit of a conspiracy at the moment. We're just there's just a bit of an agenda to get the uh, Gumbies out of the league, and it's not going to work. So I guess we'll see what happens. All right. Well, uh, and looking at the week one finals fixture, I'll get both of you guys to give some tips for these games. So the first qualifying final is the Dragons versus the Hawks. Uh, Sam, who are you going with? 
Uh, I think I'll go with the Hawks in that one. I think the Dragons are a bit average, a bit vanilla, so they uh, they might struggle against the Hawks. And Elton John? Yeah, so apparently posting quality dictates whether you're going to win the finals or not, SM. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm going to go with the Hawks purely because I saw some weird stat this afternoon that they said that the the minor premiers hardly ever win the flag. Yes, yes. Yeah, I've, I've heard that. that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I, I'm going with the wisdom of mobs, and uh, that's the reason I'm going with the Hawks. Fair enough. But I wish my friend, I wish my friend Phenom all the best. <laughs> and the, the second qualifying final is the Wonders versus the Roys. Uh, Elton, John, we obviously know who you're backing in this one, but SM, who are you going with? Well, I think I'll go with the Roys in that one. I think they'll have the... Uh, the legs to get over the Wanders in that one. I don't think the Wanders have too much going for them. You typical campaigner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first elimination final, the Baghdad Bombers versus the Las Vegas Bears. SM, who are you going for? Uh, I'll go the Bears in that one, I think. Um, yeah, I like the Bears. Elton John? I'm going to go the Bombers. Uh, I if, if, if the Wanders don't win... I'd love to see the uh, the Bombers win it from the bottom half. No, we can't have that happening. Was... No, I'd love it. I'd create an absolute shitstorm. I reckon it'd be brilliant. Yeah, wait for the um, alternate Harrow accounts to pop up if they win this one. Yeah, good. And, <laughs> the, the, and the second elimination final is the Furies versus the Swamp Rats. SM, who are you going for? I've got to go the Furies, don't I? I just can't stand the Swamp Rats. Or based on your roast, that's a fair enough assumption. <laughs> <laughs> and Elton John? Um, the Furies are an absolute rabble. I'm going to go for the Swap Rat. We'll, we'll come to it at the right time. We'll prove everyone wrong. Okay, so before we wrap up, we've got a couple of questions from listeners. Uh, this one's an anonymous one to Elton John. You seem to be copying a lot of these. If you could have any... And I love, how they're, I, love, I love how they're all anonymous because they're all fucking gutless. come at Uh, me you bitches (laughs) so if you could have any player in the league at the wonders next year who would you give Yaka would you give Yaka your locker (laughs) Um, yeah I would I like Yaka I'd have him in a flash Uh, the second one is also for you Elton it's from your mate Fennies alright You've been kind of it's left from, in the lurch here, so I might even have to make up a question just to include you. Um, but Fennon wants to know from Elton, can you can you give us one of your heart-rending renditions of Candle in the Wind? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've had a couple of schooners tonight, I'm half a chance. <laughs> no, one thing I won't be doing for the SFA is singing, trust okay, me. Fair enough. All right, well... SM and Elton John's week, thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. And especially SM with your honesty about the whole uh, retirement saga. Appreciate that. And um, good to hear Ant Bear's solely responsible for that, so he can live with that now for (laughs) the rest of his SFA days. And, uh, yeah, thanks again for coming on. I'm sure we'll have to get you both back on throughout the year. But thanks again, guys. No worries. Cheers. One thing, just one thing to finish off there, Michaels. Yeah, go on. I, I don't believe SM. I reckon... He needs the attention. I reckon he wants the attention. And I reckon SM on Farnham will be back next year. Oh, no chance. No chance. <laughs> you love it. You love it. You can't keep away. 
we'll see. Uh, we'll right. see. Thanks again, guys. Appreciate your time.